Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's talk a little soccer right now, and let's do it with our guy Jeremy Pond. You can catch his work with the Action Network. Find him on Twitter at Jeremy Pond. Jeremy, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Really good, man. Really good. Um, I love I love the Olympics. Uh, the USA women's team let me down, especially when I woke up bright and early for them uh, a couple days ago. But they get a chance to redeem themselves here in a couple days. What do you see happening in the next one for the USA women? Yeah, I mean, I'm along for the ride with you in terms of the uh, the wagering angles. It's been a, quite a roller coaster from the from the start. Losing that game, you know, right off the bat, that was a shock to me just in convincing fashion, the way they just looked uh, like a shell of what they've been the last, you know, 44, 45 games of that unbeaten run. And it was, it was an absolute, you know, shellacking that the Swedes put on them. Um, You know, then you turn around in New Zealand. um, I was on three different wagers uh, in my preview there. I hit all three after coming out and losing my first two um, in that first match. But then, you know, you come back with, with that Australia game, you figure they're going to carry that momentum from that New Zealand win, you know, where they won six, one could have won by a whole lot more. They had four offside goals in the first half. I've never seen that at any level. <laughs> I played high level soccer my entire life. I've never seen that in, in a first half from any team in my ever, um, you know, and then they come out playing Australia. You're figuring they're going to, like I said, you figure they're going to continue that, that run. And they come out in a 4-4-2, their defensive style. I don't know what's going on. I'm thinking this is going to be low scoring now. So I went with a live play on the under. And obviously it came through. And I was able to, you know, kind of break even on, on that match. But it was a scoreless draw against a team that they should win every beat every time out. I mean, and they and they, they lost in the stats ca- the categories too. So, you know, now you're running into a situation where they're playing against the Netherlands team who just ran rough shot over their group. I think they scored 21 goals and they gave up uh, eight. Um, you know, they beat they beat China, who used to be really good. I was talking to my wife about this. China was, uh, you know, the finalist against the U.S. in the Brandon Chastain World Cup in 94. They were fantastic. They're a the top-two team in the world. Now they're a shell themselves as well. Yeah. Netherlands beats them 8-2. Netherlands turns around and then ties Brazil 3-3, which was a quality result because Brazil was supposed to win that group. And then they turn around and then they beat Zambia, who is, you know, new to the, new to the, the system, new to the games. They beat them 10-3. So these scores are very bizarre, um, you know, 21 goals. But they also conceded eight against two pretty bad, uh, you know, eight, five of their eight goals came against some pretty bad teams. So it, it's interesting. I mean, the lines, you look at the lines, I don't know if you've seen them, seen them yet, but the U.S. is only – Plus, I think plus one twenty. Yeah, plus one twenty. Which I was actually, man, I was kind of shocked. I mean, that makes me. That makes me. Like, now I really want to jump all over them and maybe suffer (laughs) the same fate that I did, you know, a couple days ago, just because (laughs) I'm getting plus money on them. And I think you have to. I think you have to because you're never going to. If you asked me before the tournament started if I'd ever see anything under minus, you know, one forty on the three way in any match, I'd be, I'd laugh. And now we're seeing plus money. I baffling so yeah i mean for me it's it's a pretty big no-brainer i'm gonna ride and die with this team they're they're just too talented they're too deep i mean our best our second best 11 
would be the second best team at this tournament potentially. I mean, we're that we're that loaded up front offensively. Yeah. Um, and we've had some issues with with player health and these these lineups, these mixing things up. I mean, you have to do it. Um, that Australia game really threw me off though because I did not anticipate a scoreless draw. I did not anticipate them coming out in this defensive posture. Like we're just going to have a you know a professional game. I think Alex Morgan even called that a professional game. You know we're just trying to get points. They know they've got the goal differential. They know they're not going to finish first because Sweden is going to beat New Zealand, which they did. So I think they just settled for second and didn't really put an onus on you know trying to really put the nails to 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 Australia and turns into a, a scoreless draw. So Plus damn one, VAR, one, Jeremy. One, <laughs> what's that? Well, with the Alex Morgan goal, VAR killed us in that one too. Uh, it was it was it an elbow or shoulder? Right? I mean, yeah. VAR, VAR has helped me more than it's hurt me, though. I will say that because <laughs> it's usually the other team scoring a goal yeah. that would hurt my play. Um, but I agree with you because guess what? They get that goal, things change. The match is going to change a little bit. I mean, an early goal will always typically will change the the momentum momentum of a game. Um, and maybe Australia just folds up the tent and goes away. But Australia was 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 playing well that first half. I mean, they finished the game. I believe the shots were I think it was it was ten nine Australia and four three U.S. shots on goal. And then corner kicks. Australia had a five three edge. But again, the U.S. has this issue. They're they're not timing their runs. And I don't know if it's the fact that you have four or five forwards that are floating in and out and overlapping runs where they're just the timing is off. I mean, the the team is more of a – they're just – there's too many options. Like, you don't have your two or three players that are their stars. They've got five or six that they're all – got to shuttle them in. You're changing lineups. You're changing – they're making a lot of subs. So, in trying, trying to find fluidity, I think it's been difficult, which is leading to, in an Australia match, six offsides they had. You know, and, they, and yeah. I don't remember how many was in the, in, against Sweden or New Zealand, but I'm going to guess it was probably, in, you know, a, another high number. Um, so – Maybe they've sorted out in the time going forward um, into this next this next quarterfinal match. I hope they have, um, because you know you asked me. I, I'm on the U.S. for this game. Um, I'm I'm doing the preview for it with nice. Action Network. I'm going to go money line with them plus 120. I'm also going to tack on, um, you know, I'll probably I'll tack on money money as well to advance just to protect myself. I did this before um, in the Euros and it, and it saved me a couple of times. I, I think I went two and zero both going that route. Um, you know, they're minus 145 at MGM as well. So I think that's a, that's a good number too, just to protect yourself against a potential draw. Um, you know, and then if you're a big heavy hitter in terms of gambling and wagering on these kind of events, both teams, the score is minus 225. That's mm. way too much juice for, for me. But if you're a big, yeah. you know, six figure player, it's worth a play. Um, because this could be one of those games where it turns out to be us three, one, Two one four two, somewhere in that somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, so I, I think that's that's kind of the angle we're going. And I think if you're if you're looking at a futures wager, you you have to jump on the U.S. at plus one sixty to win it all. That is it. I that is just I have them at one twenty, and then I played them again at one sixty with you guys. Um, it's just that's a big. It's almost two to one. I mean, where do you ever think you just? It's just the Olympics are a fun tournament you know just like the men's basketball team you're not going to expect these results right um you know so it's it's same thing with tennis osaka loses you get some different things change it's very different type of tournaments um so i think you're getting 
plenty of value. One sixty. I mean, that that's to to win to win it all. That that's just massive value. We're joined now by Jeremy Pond of the Action Network to talk everything Olympics. Jeremy, real quick sidebar here: How hard has it been for you to find these events on your television? <laughs> it's it's not it's not too hard up here because Canada, obviously, they're they're super gung ho about the Olympics. As well, there's it's always on two or three different channels. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they're 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 doing very well in the Olympics for for their medal haul right now, and it's a big story up here is the fact that the women are the ones winning all the medals. The men aren't. So they're talking. You know, it gets into the part where you know for their investment into women's sports, which is great, which is what you want to hear. Um, so we're getting to see a lot of these, and then you know I can pick it up. I have uh, I can watch it on my phone and, and stuff like that. It's just the time is a killer. I mean, I can't even. I, I do wish I was on the West Coast a little bit because then you can stay up late. But at least this yeah. one's going to be a little more palatable, right? This, this quarterfinal on Friday's at 7 a.m. Um, and I'll be up for that one. That one, that one, I'll that one I'll see. I've been, you know, it's just tough. It's tough to watch these. The, the time changes is so difficult. You know, I mean, it's it, you would think that they would have made these games at a better time, right? Like yeah, maybe 10 p.m. Jeremy, I told time. myself I was going to wake up or stay up to watch. USA versus Iran last night. And let me tell you something. The only thing I ran to do was go to my bed and sleep all night. I didn't watch. I watched one possession and I was under the sheets like a newborn. Um, Jeremy, do you have any um any interest in the, the USA basketball uh, storyline that is so far here in the Olympics? They've been underwhelming. They beat up on Iran in their 60-year-old center last night and everything. All hope has been restored. Have you been watching the basketball side lately? And do you have any interest in uh, some of these teams? I'm looking at Slovenia tonight with the Luka Doncic against uh, Japan and my homeboy, Rui Hachimura. Yeah, I mean, I was. I, I think there's kind of a kind of a not a correlation, but a kind of a similar situation with the women's national team in soccer to the men's basketball team. Yeah, Everyone good point. Great point. Win gold. Everyone's gonna expect them. They're they're both gonna win. They're gonna win. They're gonna win going away. Um, you know, but there was some writing on the wall a little bit. Um, I think for both teams, especially the men's basketball team in, in their their friendlies and their tune-ups, um, they were losing games. Right. So. Yeah. I think the the roster situations. I mean, it's not the coaching. You've got one of the best coaches in the world mm-hmm. leading your team, um, you know. And then you've got just various other issues, whether it's protocols and health and safety and and those types of things. I still think you know the U.S. will find a way to, you know, maybe that that win you know, will springboard them into you know continue that. But again, like the women's team, I thought that blowout. It's a very similar situation. I thought the women blowing out New Zealand comparable to the U.S. blowing out Iran. I think they covered, too, didn't they? Yeah, I think they did. I mean, what were you talking, talking about Iran last night, though? Yeah. No, Iran did not cover last night. Oh, yeah, night. they got beat by, yeah, like, 70, the unfortunately. Yes. They got beat by, like, 70 in the overhead. It was brutal. Yeah. That's, what I meant. That's what I meant. US, I meant the U.S. covered. Oh, yes, US yes, yes. US yeah, the U.S. actually did, line. finally. Yeah, Yeah. so that was, like, and, and same thing with New Zealand, that second game. So now what happens with the third game with the U.S.? I expected the U.S. women's national team to dominate Australia and piggyback off that win. Now, does the men's basketball team do that in their next game? We'll see. Yeah. It could be a very I – mean, again, these, these two teams are just loaded. They're, 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 they're victims of their talent sometimes, too. I mean, it's hard. It sounds crazy, but it's hard to put together a lineup at that level, I think, for the, for the men's basketball team and the women's soccer team, especially the women's soccer team, because you can rotate five, six players yeah. and not miss a beat. But you really got to find that, that fluidity – that chemistry that you're trying to put together over like what a month. I mean, these women, the women's team has been playing together the whole for forever, but the basketball team, you're throwing these stars all together at once. So I don't know. It's tough, but I do agree with you. Slovenia is fun to watch. Um, 
gotta love Luka Doncic and Man, and, yeah. and it's just a fun, you know, they're there and they're they're excited to be there. And I think that's a lot a lot of it. You you want to you want to get on teams and, and back teams wagering wise that players that really want to be there, teams that really this means something to them, you know. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a fan to just watch watch it, and I don't really get involved on the wagering side of it just because I I'm already scared from the women's yeah. national team here for soccer. It's, just, so it's, fun, it's fun to watch. You know what I mean, Jer- Jeremy? We got like 30 seconds, man. Anything else that you like? You know, Canada, Brazil, Sweden, Japan. Anything else you like, or just the USA women like the rest of us do? Yeah, I've got I've got a couple here. Overall, I'm going to go with the, obviously women's national team plus 120 on the money line. I like Great Britain on the money line, 135, minus 135. I also like the under, two and a half, minus 125. All that bad MGM. Sweden money line, obviously, minus 175. And then we're going to go with Brazil, money line, minus 105. Um, Did you write those down, Ryan? I love all of those, Come Jeremy. Come on, I'm about to play those as soon as we go to commercial yeah, break. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping lying. on all of those. Jeremy. <laughs> never fade Jeremy Pond. Jeremy, I'll tell you one thing. we are having you on before August 13th, because I think you know what's coming August 13th, and that's Premier League Soccer, yeah. man, and I cannot wait. Yep, that's my pleasure. It's the, it's the start of the Leeds plus one. It's the start of the Leeds 150 to one futures wager. Exactly, I man. I can't wait. Jeremy, thanks so much for joining us, man. Thanks for the plays. Hope to stay hot with you. Uh, we'll have you on again here soon. Have a good night, buddy. Thanks, Jeremy. All right, Mike. Take care. That's Jeremy Pond. You can find his work with the Action Network. All he does is give out winners here. I love all those plays, and I love that we're getting the U.S. women's soccer team even coming off that draw. I mean, they had a couple chances to score in that game. Hell, they did score in that game. They called it off sides, so I do expect them to bounce back, and we're getting them plus money, which is very rare with that team.